Hi and welcome to Raw Chatter about stuff that matters. I'm delighted that you've chosen to join me here on this podcast for the very first episode. This is all new to me and I'm so excited to be able to share this stuff with you. So today's episode is all about why it's not your fault. Now I'm going to go into a little bit more detail on that in a second, but first of all, let me just tell you a little bit about who I am. If this is the very first time you've ever come across me, um, you'll see on my introduction to the podcast that I am the alcohol addiction and disordered eating expert, and that's because it took me a long time to find all of the pieces of the puzzle that allowed me to get free from both of those addictions. And I have, and that's what I help my clients to do now. But along the way, I needed to find out so much information about so many other things to do with health and wellness. And I did actually start out life in the world of exercise and fitness training. Yep. I was a personal trainer before personal trainers were even a thing. Uh, and I've been doing that and I still do it for 30 years. So I qualified in 1991, save you doing the maths, which is 30 years ago. And I do still love teaching exercise classes and helping people to get fit and healthy on that kind of physical level. But so much more importantly now to me these days is how we are coping physically and emotionally, because all three of those things are what is actually important. And when I tried to heal myself from my issues with alcohol addiction and with bulimia and body shape and body size issues, I tried to look at the emotional aspect and I tried to look at the mental aspect and I ended up doing okay but still struggling until I brought in the nutrition and the neurophysical aspect. And that's what I help people do. And because of that, that's what's inspired me to talk about what I'm going to talk about in this episode. So without further ado, let's get into what I mean by why it's not your fault. What I'm talking about here is for those of you who are finding that this whole experience of lockdown and not being able to go out and do the stuff that you would normally do means that you are feeling down some days, absolutely fine next. Other days you're not motivated. Some days you're quite happy and you're quite enjoying it. It's a big roller coaster of emotions that are going on. And I want you to know that this is not just you, and it really isn't your fault. We are not designed as human beings to stay locked up with the same people day in, day out, or on our own, if that's what you are doing. So first of all, give yourself a bit of a break. I think as human beings, we tend to blame ourselves for how we think and how we feel so much more harshly than somebody else. Yeah, we are our own worst enemies and our own worst judges and our own worst critics. So the first thing I want to say to you is just back off yourself a little bit, be a little bit compassionate, be a little bit more kind and allow yourself to just feel those feelings, feel those emotions without judgment. Just go from the place of, oh, that's interesting that I feel like that, rather than what is the matter with me? I shouldn't be feeling like that. 
there's a whole different feel to the energy around you finding something interesting and just noticing it to the energy around you condemning it or judging it as not being correct. So I'm hoping that you're also thinking, well, okay, I, I guess I can do that, but I, I'm not really sure what that looks like. And what you need to do is really just allow yourself to not dwell on any one single thought, feeling, or emotion, because where your focus goes, grows. So if you are focusing on one particular thought or feeling or emotion, the chances are that you're going to keep making that thought and feeling feel like it's overwhelming, like it's taking over everything, rather than doing what feelings and emotions are meant to do. And that's just move on. Emotions are just energy in motion. And they're meant to keep flowing and they're meant to keep moving. Think about it a second. I am sure that the mood that you woke up in this morning and the feelings and the thoughts that you had as soon as you got out of bed are not the same ones that are with you now. And you've probably had hundreds, if not thousands, of other thoughts and feelings since that very first one when you woke up. And that's how it should be. We all do that. And some days we feel more positive and some days we feel more negative. And it's absolutely fine, folks, to be negative. One of the things that I've really noticed through lockdown, especially on social media, is that there are so many posts about having a positive mental attitude and lifting yourself up and all that kind of stuff, which is great. And I'm not saying it's not a good idea to try and do that. But the reality is you're not going to do that all of the time. Nobody is positive 100% of the time. And we shouldn't be. So please don't think if you are finding it really hard to have a positive mental attitude, don't blame yourself. It's not your fault because we're not designed to be 100% happy clappy all the time. We need to have these lows so that we can appreciate the highs, just like we need to know what sad feels so that we can appreciate what happy feels like. So when you do have negative thoughts, Let's come again from that place of, oh, that's interesting. You can go into why you think it might be, but to be quite honest, I wouldn't even go down that road. I'd just notice it and just say, okay, it's interesting that I feel like that. Is it affecting me? Does it feel really bad? Do I need to change it? Maybe I can do something to change that mood. Or maybe, you know what, it's just going to go if I don't focus on it. We can also learn a lot from those negative thoughts. Because if we have got a negative thought going on, it may be that it's actually a bit of a poke to go do something different or to find out some information about something. And if that's the case, embrace that, that negativity because it will actually take you forward, probably into feeling more positive and more motivated by default. So really, again, what I'm trying to invite you to do is not be so hard on yourself, especially through this weird time. And that's what I'm going to call it. It is flipping weird for all of us, right? We, none of us expected this to be going on as long as it has done. I certainly haven't been through a pandemic and I don't know anybody 
who has, I haven't got any grandparents who are alive or great grandparents who are alive who have been through one. So this is new to the vast majority of human beings who are alive on this earth. We're all in the same kind of boat. Yes, we're all having a different experience, but let's just embrace the fact that we're living through an incredible time in history. The fact that we've suddenly managed to get vaccines through as fast as possible and that they are really being rolled out incredibly quickly is an absolute awesome testament to us as human beings, to scientists and to this, just how we have evolved over the last couple of hundred years to be able to do this stuff and to be able to help so many people so quickly as we're going to do in the next six to nine months. What some of you might have found, and a lot of my clients talk to me about this, obviously I've told you that my area of expertise is disordered eating and alcohol addiction. And so my clients are having issues with, with food, either eating it, not eating it, restricting it, wishing they hadn't eaten it, and, and various different scenarios in between. But a lot of people who I come across, especially the class, the people who do my um, exercise classes every morning at seven o'clock, we chat before we do our session, just for 30 minutes is the session. And we have a little chat before, or a quick chat afterwards. And what's coming up is that so many people are finding that they are turning to food or to drink, especially at the end of the day. And again, it's not your fault. This is a normal stress response. As I said right at the beginning, we were not designed to spend the amount of time that we are doing indoors and with the same people or on our own. And that is going to create a stress response, whether you actually feel stressed or not. If you are turning to food or to drink, to help you to relax, to change your energy, to just change your emotions, or maybe just to, to numb out a, a chattering head that just won't shut up. If that's what you're doing, then chances are that you are actually more stressed than you think. And it's not your fault. We all are. The fact that you might not be able to stop eating or stop drinking when you've started is also not your fault. When it comes to food, particularly processed prepackaged food, and let's face it, if you're sitting in the evening watching TV or, or wherever you are, and you find that you keep going back to the kitchen to open another packet of something or dip your hand in the biscuit barrel or whatever it happens to be that you're choosing to eat. Chances are it's probably not broccoli or raw carrot sticks or grapes. It might be, but chances are it's probably going to be something that is flour or sugar based. Maybe dairy, maybe something like ice cream or custard, but there's going to be sugar in there somewhere and there's going to be flour in there somewhere. Why? Because that combination of fat and sugar and flour is one that will light up our dopamine, our reward system. And it makes us feel good and it makes us feel calm and it makes us feel happier. And that's why we do it. We wouldn't do it if it didn't work. But here's the thing that some of you don't know. There are food scientists who are employed by the very big food manufacturing companies 
to make sure that these products hit what is known as your bliss point. And that bliss point is the point where your brain lights up like a Christmas tree and says, give me more. Okay, and that is what happens when you eat a lot of these foods. They have been purposely manufactured with just the right amount of salt, sugar, and fat that you want to keep on eating them once you've started until there's none left. Okay, that's the plan. They have been manufactured, they have been scientifically made for that to be the outcome. And it is not your fault, and it certainly is nothing to do with willpower. The point of it is, is that you are going to replace that product. You're going to go out and you're going to buy some more, right? And that's what they want you to do because it's all about money, okay? So if you know that there are certain foods, particular foods, where you find that that just happens no matter what, even if you're absolutely stuffed and you tell yourself you're not going to eat any more because you've had enough, you'll save it for tomorrow, then you find it an hour later or 10 minutes later more like it. You go back and you finish it off. That's the reason why. So if you've got foods like that, maybe don't buy them. Maybe don't buy in to the food manufacturer's right desire for you to keep lining their pockets. Maybe don't buy into it. But if you do buy into it, see if you can buy a smaller size. So let's say crisps are your thing. How about you buy an individual bag or a grab bag as opposed to getting a six multi-pack? How about if we're talking something like chocolate, you go for an individual bar rather than a four-pack? Yes, I know it's more expensive. But if it will help you to feel less guilty and less hungover the next morning from a sugar and a flour and a fat hangover, if it will help you to do that, then potentially it's worth it. And when it comes to alcohol, same sort of thing applies. If you're adding mixer drinks and sweeteners, so let's say gin and tonic's your, your thing, and it's not just the gin that's the thing, right? It is the tonic and the sweetener that's also gonna be hitting your gut bacteria, and the gut bacteria are going to be proliferating because that's what gut bacteria do. And the more of these gut bacteria that like sweet tasting things, that like the fizziness, the more of those that replicate, the louder they're going to shout that they want to be fed because bacteria do want to be fed. So the same thing applies with your food. The same thing applies with alcohol. It's going to change how many of the good guys versus the bad guys we've got in our gut. And those gut bacteria are much more powerful than your willpower. And if those gut bacteria are screaming at you to have a glass of wine or a gin and tonic or a packet of crisps or a pizza, and you're subconsciously trying to go, oh, no, not again, right? Chances are, folks, that that gut bacteria is going to win. And it's not your fault. So if you feel that you want a little bit more help with just how you can stop that kind of habit, I'd love you to get in touch with me. Um, you can send a voice message via this anchor link there's a voice message link there for you or you can get in touch with me via my website which is vickymidwood.com just book in for a 15 minute chat absolutely 
no bullshit approach folks we just have a chat i'm not trying to sell you anything we're just going to find out what is your issue can i help you if i can i'll put you in the direction of some handouts or a video uh, and that's pretty much it uh, unless of course you want to take it any further than that but please do know that if you are struggling with this whole lockdown if you're struggling with stress stress is going to make you want to turn to those foods for comfort for relaxation for calm, to switch on those happy hormones. The same with alcohol. What you need to do is tell yourself, it's not your fault. This is a natural physiological biochemical response. But what you can do is now you know that, you can perhaps make a choice to decide that you only drink on certain nights and that you don't buy the foods that you know are your triggers and that you just cannot stop eating once you start. So there you go, folks. It is not your fault that you're feeling the way you do, right? But focus on letting those feelings pass, getting curious, viewing them as interesting and doing what all of us want to do, getting on with living as best we can. That's the stuff that matters. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and I look forward to speaking to you again real soon.